And to the federal election campaign next, and a level of anger and violence, the kind of which many observers are saying we have really not seen before in a federal election campaign, a Canadian election. This happening at several liberal campaign stops over this past weekend. Justin Trudeau asked for his reaction after having to cancel one of those campaign stops. Here's what he had to say. We could not guarantee the safety of the people in attendance. The situation was such that uh, we would have been putting volunteers at risk, and that was not something I was willing to do. No way. All right. Joining us now, John Capabianco with Fleischman Hillard High Road. He joins us here for some analysis on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jeff. All right. Uh, Your reaction to uh, what you saw all over the news uh, this weekend? Well, just absolutely disgusted. I think that, you know, it's one thing for, uh, you know, Canadians to show their uh, distaste and, 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 you know, and, and politics and whatnot, but to do it peacefully and, and to do it in a way that doesn't harm people or doesn't throw misogynist and racial slurs. But the, but the, the, the likes of which that we've seen over the last little while, in particular the two events that, that have been noted where the prime minister had to cancel the rallies due to safety, um, I've just never seen that kind of venom and, and that kind of uh, animosity uh, in, in campaigns. Like I remember the, the free trade debate back in 1988, back when <clears throat> Brian Mulroney and John Turner were leaders of the Progressive Conservative and the Liberal Party, respectively. I remember those debates because that was such a heated uh, debate and, and election at the time, but I don't recall... Uh, sort of being this kind of uh, animosity where there's racial slurs and signs with with vulgarities on it. And so it, it's troubling. Uh, all the political leaders uh, have uh, have absolutely con- uh, you know condoned or not condoned, but sort of you know basically said that they shouldn't shouldn't happen. Uh, and I'm hoping that people would heed that because it's not helping. It doesn't help the public debate. It doesn't help the politicians, and it doesn't help quite frankly fellow Canadians who want to hear. Uh, no matter where you stand and no matter who you support, you want to hear your politicians and your leaders talk about policies. But when they have to cancel events or when they're being overshadowed, overshadowed by protesters, it doesn't help anyone. All right. Why are we seeing this, do you think? Do we know what's driving this, John? Well, I, it, it seems to be that the vast majority of the protesters are or anti-vaxxers or, or people that are, are upset at the prime minister's decision to, to want to mandate vaccines or or that sort. I wouldn't say that it's exclusively that that that, that, that segment of the population, but certainly it seems to be uh, that from from the reports. But you know, I, I just I, I don't understand why that the, they would want to go to a to a rally and, and protest because it doesn't it doesn't help them. It doesn't particularly give any specific cause to to the leader that they're protesting in any way, shape, or form, either positively or negatively. So it doesn't make sense to me. And, and as I said, as someone who's followed politics for most of his most of my life. Um, I've seen protests and I've seen, uh, you know, hecklers in, in various debates and various uh, events, but but not to the extent that I've seen over the last little while. And I'm hoping it stops. And I think the fact that the, the politicians are all uh, rallying against it uh, and, and telling folks not to do it, hopefully that'll help. And, and I guess the media coverage of as well uh, might help because it brings shines some light and it gets people sort of focused on on the positive because the vast majority of Canadians, 99.9%, are peaceful and they want to make sure that their leaders are out there and they'll vote their intentions and that's the best way. If you don't agree with the politician, vote you know vote for the other party. 
Yeah, do we know who these protesters are that are showing up uh, in particular to the prime minister's uh, rallies? Because there's been some reports and some conjecture that these uh, protests are very well uh, organized and that the the whole goal is to what you just uh, mentioned is to get on uh, the evening news and get a message out there that there's a general uh, unrest amongst uh, Canadians with the uh, current government uh, of the day and whether or not these protesters truly are uh, reflecting uh, what Canada at large are feeling. Well, and that's uh, and that's the question. I think that that you know, hopefully, the RCMP and 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 the authorities will get to and and find out you know exactly what which groups are are doing this. If there are in fact organized groups, because some I'm seeing that are are protesters that are going from event to event. So it's not just you know their local residents who are <clears throat> upset at at the local politician or the leader. Uh, attending and having a placard saying, you know, I, I don't like you. Uh, these are these are organizers that seem to be going from event to event that have organized, uh, uh, you know, signage and, and organized uh, folks with them that create the numbers and create the unrest. But uh, Jeff, I, I just hope that you know it, it's an aberration and that this will will stop. But but you know, no political leader wants to see this. Uh, you know, no, not only for themselves but for other political leaders because it just hurts the whole debate. Uh, and democracy, which we are, you know, quite proud of, and, and we ought to have all politicians say their piece and, and, and do it in a way that that can be heard, and, and not in a way that is threatening to their lives and lives of their supporters. Yeah, do we know what role social media is playing in this? Because there's been a lot of coverage about that as well, John, and interested in your take on that. Are we witnessing a kind of social media and some of the behavior we've seen there crossing over into real life and uh, are we witnessing a, a shift in our politics? Do you think our politics in the way they're conducted, is that fundamentally changing perhaps? Well, I do think social media plays a huge role and, and it's one, it's an easy way back in the day, you know, you didn't have the, the, the luxury of, of clicking a button and, and having, you know, millions of people sort of, you know, have access to it. You'd have to either make some phone calls or send mail out and, and that would take a little bit of time. But nowadays with social media, it's, it's, it's actually having, in some ways, especially when it comes to this kind of thing, potentially a negative effect on on rallying people and, and getting it. And we saw that in the U.S. with the presidential election um, back a year or so ago with, with social media and the effect that it had on, on rallies and, and rallying people, uh, especially those that want to cause you know damage uh, and or angst with, uh, with their political leaders and, and how effective it can be to, to rally people that, that are of the same mind or the same you know, have the same motivations as, as the people are doing. So there's no question, Jeff, that social media is playing a part in this. It's easier, it's quicker. There's there's probably chat groups out there that, that have of like mind and, and opinion that you can easily send out information to and, and get them to uh, to a rallying point. And also geographically, you know, you could say that somebody's going to be in a certain, certain location at a certain time, uh, and you could rally them within minutes because of social media. Yeah, and this seems rather personal as well, uh, John. I mean, and when I say that, it's not only the uh, prime minister and his rallies this past week, but we've been seeing this on and off. Uh, there have been protesters that have shown up, of course, at uh, Premier Ford's home. I know Michelle Rempel Garner, who's a prominent conservative in Alberta. She has posted video of essentially being uh, accosted uh, during dinner at a, a restaurant, a private meal with uh, her family. And, uh, you know, whether or not, uh, you know, this really furthers our uh, democracy and is there any way that, uh, you know, if this protest has crossed a line, how do you reel that back in? How do you rein it in? 
Well, I guess it, it, it's mostly just people condemning it and, and basically saying that it, it's just not not on, not having, you know, having leaders of all of all political stripes basically saying that this is something that they would never want their supporters or anyone that believes in their cause to do uh, in any way that causes, you know, life-threatening situations or, or vulgarities or misogynists or racial slurs. Uh, the media condemning it as much as they can, as they have been over the last little while. And, and just, you know, making sure that there's investigations, that, that the police and the authorities do investigate those that are doing it, that, that the social media platforms, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and others, you know, do investigate that if there are, um, you know, social groups out there that are wanting to cause damage, that they shut them down. There's ways of, of doing that. But to your point, though, Jeff, you know, I've seen, and even when, when Kathleen Wynne was premier, uh, you know, protesters showing up to her house, you mentioned Premier Ford and showing up to his house and others, you know, that's just, that, that's just not, not the way we as Canadians um, operate. As I said, 99.9% of, of Canadians, and uh, you know, we believe in democracy. We believe in the, the right to be able to protest peacefully, uh, but also for politicians and others to speak their piece and, and to do so in a way that, that others can be informed by it. So anything other than that is just not on. So I do think there's ways, uh, some investigations, some social platforms that need to be shut down if, if they're sensing hate that, are, that is inciting hate or inciting this kind of activity uh, which is illegal and, quite frankly, life-threatening to, 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 uh, to, to cease and desist. All right. An important discussion. John, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much, Jeff. All right. There goes John Capabianco with Fleischman Hillard High Road. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.